0: Welcome to Thrivers Nonprofit Leadership for the Next Normal. I'm your host, Tucker Wanamaker, the CEO of Thrive Impact. And our mission is to solve... That's right, Frankie. Our mission is to solve nonprofit leader burnout. Burnout is the enemy of creating positive change. And we want to connect you with impactful, mission-driven leaders and ideas so that you can learn to thrive in today's nonprofit landscape. And I am joined by a whole bunch of co-hosts today, (laughs) guests, Co community members uh, who have been a part of uh, a Thrivers program that we've had for man, was it like three years now? Frankie, is that right? Has it been three years since we first I started?
1: Mean, you know, the beginnings of it were in person. I think um, in two thousand nineteen,
0: yeah. Well, we are closing out this particular chapter of the of Thrivers, and um, we just had a celebration. Um, but before we go into a little bit of that, I just want to thank all of you for being here. We have Beth Rolstad. Thank you, Beth, for being here. Frankie Aberland for being here. Lisa Sims Booth. Uh, thank you for being here, Lisa. Caroline Durham. Caroline, always good to have you. Good to be here with you. Dr. Steph- Stephanie McGinsey, Dr. Stephanie, great to be here with you. Amy Powell, great to be here with you. And Kate Colligan. Kate, great to be here with you. Uh, I'm so excited to have all my like friends and guests and co-hosts. We're all just kind of doing this together. Um, So Frankie and Caroline, I wanted to hand over to you briefly and to share what we just did. We just did an experience Um, really to me. And I had no idea what y'all were planning, by the way. I I had no clue uh, what was going on, but it was something important to me. And I really felt very honored around ending something. Well, we kind of came to a closure of a, of, you know of a particular program that we've been doing for quite a long time which is this this particular community of thrivers and uh so frankie and caroline i want to hand it over to you and share a little bit about what we just did and why that was important
1: yeah well we're transitioning from one chapter of thrivers to another and this first chapter is one that you have been our primary host for for a long time it helps build but at the same time Uh, always co-creating and and emphasizing the importance of co-creation with everybody who's part of it. Most of the time you are literally our host and literally guiding it and and providing that as a service for us, but also reinforcing for all of us that we're doing it together and that this is how we build community. We build community together, not from the top down, but from, I
2: don't know, middle out or something?
0: (laughs) Yeah, middle. That works. Yeah, I'll take that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, and to to take the time, as we always do, to ground in. We are pulled in many, many directions in our work and our lives. And so it's always a space where we first come in um, and literally come in together. I feel like I'm um, in a room with you all. Uh, have built relationships um, to people I've seen in person, which has been amazing. Um, and so literally built relationships through this creation uh, that is Zoom. And through the willingness of people to be vulnerable, uh, vulnerable and showing their strengths too, which is not always easy. And I would say um, it's oftentimes more challenging for this group to talk about their strengths than it is to to talk about what their challenges are. You know? mm. I'm from that sometimes. you yeah. so we have so that. many strengths. Yeah, so many strengths. And so the the opportunity today to to reflect back and reflect back in terms of the time here and to work to put eyes in different times in each of our individual lives as our 20 year old and as our 90 year old and um, what that looks like so.
0: yeah well and for the listeners caroline and frankie invited us into a reflection on what we have learned by being a part of thrivers and this how this we've community. grown and how oh how we've grown yes but from the from the perspective of our twenty year old self, our current self, and our ninety year old self, and uh, and it was it was helpful to me, it was really helpful to just go into that space and think almost like, what did my younger self think was important, and now what is my older self? And I noticed, at least for me, and I noticed a few of the stories, how the older self was really focused on much bigger. really belonging oriented components I remember hearing you know some of the ones from all of you around uh, like Marissa's was around filled with hearts uh, or Amy yours was around filled with hearts too Um, and being able to be in a space of something like maybe we don't have to care so much like Frankie yours was around um, oh my gosh I'm just I'm blanking out I have it I'm not at the center that's what you said I'm not at the center realizing that you know, maybe I don't need to care quite so much to a a point where the world doesn't revolve around me and that maybe I can just be lighter almost is kind of what I was taking away from what you were saying, Frankie. Anyway, it was a lot of really good stories that came out of that. Well, thank you for both of you for creating that space. I, I do think it's fascinating to explore how do we help anything and anyone to be able to End well on anything, including people who work at your place, um, including communities that you're part of. I know this is a really big, big one for me of not sure how to, I'm not sure how to say no. I'm not sure how to close things out when it feels like it's time to move on to the next piece. And, uh, so I, Frankie and Caroline, I appreciate you both creating that space that helped me to do that. You know, I'd love to bring in some learnings from everybody here. Uh, and really, just like let this be a nostalgic memory, memory lane time. Mainly because I believe that <laughs> our learning and everybody who's out there listening can learn from our own experiences. Um, can learn from what it is that we've we have learned ourselves through this journey. And so I'm curious for for the, all of you who have been a part of Thrivers, who are on here, which is every one of us. Uh, what's been a memorable moment? of deeper learning or deeper aha, or whatever it might be that comes up for any one of you. Um, And let's just go down memory lane a little bit and see what we can excavate from our own learnings.
3: When you're in the throes of leading an organization, and I'm using that language very intentionally, right? Because it feels like, you know, every day is a different storm or crisis Right, and some some days the crisis may be bigger than others, um, but it's hard to get your footing sometimes. And when we spent time talking about um, awakening conscious leadership, right, the pausing, noticing, and reflecting on what's happening, it's like taking that beat. And sometimes in just taking the beat and, you know, taking a few deep breaths and it helped me to come to the realization that most of the time I did know what to do, you know, and, or, and, or that there was a solution and I knew who I needed to talk to, to help me figure out the solution as opposed to just being, you know, like all in the moment and crazy. It's like i'm the person you want sitting on the exit row on an airplane because i'm going to get everybody off (laughs) right but some it's even coming into an awareness that that's one of the gifts and things that you bring which is why i talked about you know the gifts that i bring to to this work because we spend so much time talking about all the bad and Uh. getting caught up in the 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 mania of it all. So I appreciate the grounding mm. and the 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 constant reminders to do that um, every day.
0: Mm, that's great. Thanks, Stephanie.
4: So um, I think one of the benefits of Thrive early on, when I didn't have my own development staff person was um the cadence of weekly goals and having this accountability group that held me to reporting out like what I said I was going to do and what I wanted to do for my best and highest self as a fundraiser. And that regularity really helped me a lot. And then what I struggled with was when it moved to me directing a staff person to have that regularity, um, and focusing on other leadership activities, like, you know, being a CEO and managing an organization, I struggled with having a cadence that had weekly, um, deliverables, so to speak. So, um, I think that it was probably my own lack of creativity of looking for weekly deliverables as a CEO that were not revenue focused, but I appreciate, um, that a lot about thrivers in the beginning and then um what i loved about the learning that happens within the group is when you brought a topic to us like when we reviewed the pain joy bridge or when we reviewed um examples of how to live out values in an organization mm. like they really helped me think through my next meetings with a staff um a staff meeting or a group and um, really helped me teach others in my organization. So this has been really meaningful to me. Thank
0: you. Oh, that's great. I love that, Beth.
5: Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, You know, I was, everyone knows I was a, not everyone, but I was a a brand new ED when I found Thrivers. First time ED in the middle of a pandemic. And and I was basically, you know, in the ocean and trying to keep myself from drowning. And Thrivers really was, like my life raft, because all of a sudden I wasn't alone, and and I was and I was with other EDS who were going through similar things, and then I was learning about pain joy bridge and many of the things that we talked about, the pausing, all the things that have been mentioned already, you know. And so it was just invaluable. But I think the most important thing is it allowed me to stop doubting that I belonged. And that I was mm. an ED, you know, because like, there was a voice going, "You're not really ED caliber," you know, like like that whole thing going on. But but I'd be with the rest of you, and and I was like, "Yes, I am. Yeah, I am." And so for <laughs> me, just I, I'm I'm an ED. I'm doing this, and y'all helped me see that I was doing it when I still doubted myself. And so it's and so it's it's helped me go from you know sort of this, I don't know. I feel like the little ED that could to Lily D who is doing and I'm not doing it perfectly and I'm not doing it whatever, but but I'm doing it. And um, it's been a big reason, but this group, this Thrive group and you Tucker have been a real important part of my journey. And I just had my four year anniversary. So you all have been a part of the entire time of my yeah. tenure. So,
0: yeah.
5: you know, it's, um, it's pretty amazing. I'm still here and my organization still here. So I guess we're doing okay.
0: That's yeah. great. Mm. The little ED that could. Well, <laughs> the big ED that's kicking ass. That's what I think, Lisa.
5: <laughs> I will receive that. Thank you very yeah, much. That's yes.
0: right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so good.
1: Yeah, I really appreciated the safe space that we've cultivated together to be able to talk about the things we're not doing well, the things that might be embarrassing for us. Uh, The things that make us feel like we're not doing a good enough job as an executive director or that we're um, missing some sort of skill or ability or the times that we fail and say, like, here's a here's a thing that I'm embarrassed about. And knowing that we're all going to be there and still supporting each other and still saying, like, you're still a human, imperfect and we still welcome you Um, we hear you showing up with integrity and trusting yourself and doing your best and that doesn't always work out for the outcomes that we want when it's the actions that we choose and we see each other doing these things we tell each other the things that we're doing that we can know each other in that way and support each other through community
0: Mm, yeah I love that Frankie I really resonate with that, too, of like the the yeah, the yeah embarrassing things that, or the things that seem embarrassing to me or like I should have this figured out, but I don't have this figured out. But I can have a place now that I can talk to people about the thing that I don't have figured out that I think I should. You um, know, it's you
1: know funny is I'm remembering you asked us to think of specific stories and that was a very abstract one that I just gave. Well, that's but OK. I, well, thank you. If I'm you have perfect. a specific one, though, you can. But I do. free. Yeah. I do. Um, and I'm just thinking about um, earlier this summer when I was I was really struggling this summer, and there was but a, a lot of it was about self compassion, and I started reading a book and I told you about the book I was reading, and it felt uh, for some reason like weak of me to pursue this self help book by Mel Robbins that I my sister recommended, and I was able to just talk about like yeah I'm reading that and yeah I need that right now it's about like. Giving yourself a high five in the morning in the mirror, and it felt just hokey, you know. Like, well, I, yeah, it's still helping me, and so that was nice to be able to share that and not and know that I wasn't going to be judged for being weak in that.
0: Mm. Stephanie, I feel like you're about to say something. You you found a book. Did you find the book that he was talking about?
3: No, not the book, but it brought me to remember this book. I think I learned about it from this group. Who's it by? It is by Lisa Austin.
0: It's called mm-hmm. Your Unstoppable Greatness.
3: Break free from imposter syndrome, cultivate your agency, and achieve your ultimate career goals. I feel like I got it from here.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: I can believe it. Have you read it?
3: I was just gonna say I grabbed it from behind me. Now I need to move it from behind me onto the desk <laughs> so I can start reading it. When it's behind me is it's dicey, but once I move it to the desk, there it is. we have a chance. Right. Yeah. So it's on the desk. It's on the
0: desk. It's on the desk. <laughs> on the
2: desk.
1: I
3: love that. I was
2: just
6: gonna kind of dovetail off of um what Frankie um had said. Um and elaborate a little bit about being vulnerable and, um, you know, being able to, I'm going to get teared up. (laughs) Being able to um, share some of those things um, that do make us vulnerable uh, and kind of expose the layers that we try so hard to build up, like on our day to day, right? Like I can't let my staff see me struggling. I can't let, um, you know, funders in the community see that I, you know, screwed up on something. Um, And so being able to have this group as a real safe place um, for, you know, kind of peeling back those layers and um, and just to be vulnerable. (laughs)
0: Mm, I love that, Amy. We see you,
1: Amy. We celebrate you.
6: You all have been my lifeline for the last couple of years. I appreciate that.
2: Well, and mm. to be able to do that, there are, I'm, I, I, I'm a crier too. Um, And for, for a lot of reasons. And it's, and it's, I knew that I could do it here. I knew because others come like that, like you do. Um, Amy um, and there have been little nuggets all along the way and I'm I'm Lisa I'm amazed to hear that she was a brand new ED I think I must have come in well she was two years in after if I'm two years in as an ED also brand new Um, and in a small organization and and part of what I've had to do small meaning it's me (laughs)
0: <laughs> and right now, it really
2: is me, I, and we can talk about that offline. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be hiring soon. Um, and while there were times where it felt like I was the odd person out, what I realized, I wasn't the odd person out, you know, because we all showed up. And um, to celebrate small wins has led to having big wins, I think. Um, and and to have this space, I don't know of other spaces. I mean, I've not I've not been engaged in other spaces like this in the two years mm. that I've been a part of this group.
3: Mm.
2: I'm grateful for that, and and I want to say that I'll be glad when there's when there's not more change. But what I've learned is there's nothing but change. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There are lots of mountain peaks, which means there are lots of valleys, and yeah, um, yeah. So this is this has been a a good place to be able to share and be, in all of that with Um, all of you. So,
0: you know, I'm thinking about what I shared er earlier in our time, but just for all the listeners too. Of um, one of my earlier most memorable moments was was just me and Frankie and Amy Alanis, and um, you know, and I don't even remember how long. You know we had started it, frankie as literally we called it thrivers fundraising club oh, that? No. <laughs> that was
1: the beginning like that's <laughs> all we need we just need fun if we had fun everything <laughs> would be good thrivers so,
0: fundraising no. club and but i remember i don't know it may have been like what three months in or something like that four months in and it, it wasn't all that long i think it was about three months in and and i was just curious i was like I have no idea if this is even helping anybody, you know, having no clue at all. And then Frankie, you and Amy both, uh, spoke directly into what, what confidence had been building within both of you. And Amy had mentioned something around, uh, similar to what a lot of you all said, which is a space for me to be able to practice my own voice. For me to be able to share things into a room that is out of my own head and 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 get it out and you know in, in a sense practice and create a almost like a learning environment. Um, Frankie, you had said something similar as well, and and I remember that just being so memorable to me. Partly because I was like, "Whoa, this is oh okay, maybe there's something here, right? Like maybe there's something to this thing that we're figuring out, clunking along." Um, but I just, uh, it, that's what got me into that activity we were doing earlier around the 20 year old and the current and the 90 year old self was realizing that confidence is not so much of confidence can be built and arguably is only built in the space of community confidence in the ability to practice one's voice, to be able to share the things that I don't feel comfortable enough or. Uh, safe enough to share with my board or with my staff or with my sometimes my own spouse. I remember we we got into some all kinds of different things, whether it was personal or professional. And noticing that the space of of connection and empathy is a space of breeding learning, which learning breeds confidence of, Mm. you know, and so anyway, that's just that was one of my most memorable moments just going way back in the day of where this was all coming together and like what are we doing here how is this going and yet we were cultivating something that i feel very much for myself that belonging matters feeling belonging matters isolation is terrible terrible for us we already know that there's so much data on that the surgeon general released a report we already know these things but then so easily I I still find myself getting caught up in why don't I have the answer and then I come and be a part of Thrivers and I'm like oh I don't need to have the answer I can just practice my voice and I can say what questions do I need to ask and and say y'all I just I'm struggling and multiple times where you all would hold space either for me or hold space for others and it wasn't a give you the answer for what you need it was give it was give you the space to just feel what you feel.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, that, that's, that's me. That's one of my most memorable moments it goes way back in the, in the early days that still there's so many of those moments of, of how I feel like I've been able to grow in my own confidence as a facilitator and ultimately as a CEO of an organization myself and in so many different ways that that confidence has been grown and built because of the space itself the space to share which is really what i hear what i heard from all of your shares was a space to be able to share a space to be able to hear and listen and to hold space for others and work out the details you know so that's what comes up for me
6: and i love how when um you know at different points when people have had you know questions or you know things that we're working through um the it wasn't like, well, I did this, so you should do this. Um, when you would have us ask uh questions, um, to kind of get people to come to the you know the, the answer or you know different ways of digging in, um, that was really, um, that was really profound and hmm. um,
0: oh, yeah when we do like wisdom circles and instead of offering advice, you offer questions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good.
6: And when we say no, what becomes possible? (laughs) (laughs) Mind blown.
1: Well, that's that's something that's been a major theme of thrivers is reflection. Um, Mm. Reflection. And protecting this hour every week for that reflection together. Because sometimes we don't protect it on our own. And so we just go from it, activity to activity, to-do list, item to to to-do list, item, task, 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 meeting, meeting, meeting. And then I always knew on Monday afternoons, that's time for um, reflection that's going to help me understand myself. Whether or not I'm the center of the challenge that week or something. But there's always going to be some part of it that's just involving me thinking that on my own, reflecting, which is part of how um, Caroline and I put together this this celebration for you, this farewell, as you are stepping away from the Thrivers group now. Um, there's a lot of different things we could have done in that celebration just an hour ago. And we wanted it to be something that would have each of us reflecting on our own experience, how we've grown with Thrivers. And because we knew that would be really valuable to you, seeing mm. and, and knowing and seeing us, hearing us talk about it. Um, instead of a little bit more than just sharing a favorite memory, but also like sharing the impact that Thrivers has had on us, it's, it's been a lot, and continues to be, I think will continue to be. Hmm.
0: I love that the theme of reflection constantly throughout, Frankie. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'd love to um, close out the conversation with one particular question, which is, if you're thinking about people just like you out there listening in on this podcast. Which they are somewhere in the thousands, I believe at this point. Um, I know it's keeps keeps growing there there are people out there that are hearing this and are like, what do I do? what Where do I go? Um, now are we're figuring out where this group is evolving and morphing and Caroline, you may if you want to offer something you can but but I'm more just curious like what are things that you would based on what you've learned, from Thrivers and what we've just been reflecting on. What is something that you would encourage another ED or development director or whomever might be out there? What are some words of wisdom or Amy, just to use what you just shared, what are some of the most important questions you would invite people to ask themselves when it comes to them growing in their leadership and what you learned through being a part of Thrivers?
2: My, I would say community matters. Um, this role feels isolating, particularly for people who are perfectionists. If you're, if you're in this role, there's a part of that in your world. Um, there's a sense of responsibility in everything we do. And if it's not the best possible, it feels like it's all me. And that's not true. And so building community with others that is a safe space that you can bounce ideas out, off of, that you can say, I think I just, I don't know what the phrase is. The word shit's coming up, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, get to bed, whatever they call it. And to find out that you really didn't, but the emotions make it feel that way. So creating community with people that you can do what we've been talking about in this podcast that we've been doing for the years that we've been together mm-hmm. as drivers feels really, really important. You, you are only alone if you choose to be.
1: Mm. Mm. And to build on that, here's my question for listeners and for all the wonderful nonprofit leaders who are devoting yourselves to uh, making the world a better place. Who are your peers And what are you doing to hold space for each other? What can you do to intentionally hold space for each other? Because that's how we create community, holding space for each other. And the more the community is with our peers, the more we can lift each other up.
6: I was thinking along those exact same lines, Frankie. Who can be your safety net and support system because it is isolating
0: yeah i was thinking about the tagline we had for thrivers which is you're not meant to do it alone i don't know if you all remember that uh but we used to say it a lot which is you're not meant to do it alone." <laughs> literally really? you're you're as a human you're not meant to do it alone you know i one thought i was just thinking about as you all were sharing sometimes holding space for others can feel uncomfortable or awkward or not sure where to start. And, you know, just for, for all the listeners our we had a very simple structure and I think sometimes within that structure allowed for the culture of thrivers to come forward. But you know, our structure was pausing at the beginning, we did a pause and usually some kind of breath work, uh, mainly because people are going from zoom to zoom to zoom and meeting to meeting to meeting and whatever. And, we all need space to pause. Um, and so we went from pause to sharing wins and and progress, like where have you had win or progress in your own leadership or in your revenue over the last week and having that as a consistent space. And then we went straight from there to challenges and we people would bring in challenges and we'd co-create. We did wisdom circles, Amy. That you were talking about. And then we would end with action and commitments that we, you know, everybody was like, what do I need to get done over the next week? So that was our four part structure that anybody can emulate and just give it a shot. Try it. Um, and it's something I think everybody could can do. And you can start by starting really start by starting with two other EDs <laughs> in your own organization or in your own community or or whatever it might be so well. Y'all, I just want to thank you for being on this podcast. Um, thank you for your wisdom, for your grace, for your holding of space. Uh, Caroline, Frankie, thank you for choreographing the 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 closure of that this you know recent iteration of this Thrivers community. And I am just I am just forever grateful for your love and your support for me too. Um,
1: yeah,
2: likewise. Oh, good.
0: This was a hard one to say no to to step away from. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. This is one of the hardest no's I've had to say. And it wasn't even no's. I don't know. Maybe it's just a pause or who knows. We'll, we'll see. But, um, but you anyway. got
1: 25 things you want to put in your top five priorities.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Awesome. Good Tucker. Great to see you, Carolyn. Good you. to see you.
2: Too. Good
0: awesome. to see you,
2: too. Have a great time in New Zealand. I may meet you over there. Frankie's
0: going to New Zealand. I'm going to New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Bye, bye everyone. Have a great day.
1: Bye. Thank you. you Bye, y'all.